Red Dog Little Hoops. Little Golden State Warrior Hoops. With a sixth year forward under the University of Purdue, Carl Landry. Carl, what's going on, man? Not much. What's going on with you? Not a whole hell of a lot. I wanted you here last year. It took a year later, but I guess I got what I wanted at some point. <laughs> hey, we better late than never. Absolutely. Well, like the whole Hornet team is coming over here. You, Jared Jack, Coach Malone. I mean, my goodness. Yep. All the good guys, at least. There you go. Well, <laughs> just tell me why. Uh, so why Golden State? When you're narrowing down your options, what was attractive about the Warriors to you? Just the team that they had. You know, not only the players, but uh, the front office with Bob Myers and uh you know, uh, Mark Jackson and his coaching staff. So uh, that that attracted me the most. And, and the willing to win, that's all they talked about, you know, while uh, while the free agency period was going on, was winning, 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 turning this thing back around. And I know when I played against the Golden State Warriors, that they had tremendous fans already. Like the fans are probably the best fans in the NBA. So uh, that and, and, and winning and uh, it was a whole bunch of stuff. So I'm, I'm really just happy to be here right now. That sounds like it. I'm not, but look, they're going to be the Warrior fans will be happy to have you. And I wasn't kidding when I said I wanted you. It was you were one guy out there last year as a free agent that I was hoping the Warriors could get their hands on. Because I, I mean, I honestly, I just love the way you play. You play hard. You get after it. You'll battle against bigger guys. You'll get on the glass. You have a have a post game. You can hit some pick and pop jumpers from 15 to to 17 feet. I mean, you just have an all around game. And I think you'll compliment Lee and Bogut quite nicely. Is there a reason that because I last year I thought you would be maybe a little more highly sought after and even this year highly sought after does it get does it get frustrating to hear well maybe he doesn't have a position or maybe he's an undersized four when all you have to do is look at the numbers and say look I can play I've proved it I mean a talent can only talent is only so much you know sometimes guys are drafted out of college and have talent but never pan out I mean. I just let my I let my game speak for itself. That's the type of player I am. You know, sometimes I think uh, the the media or you know who, who, whoever's saying he doesn't have a position gets caught up in you know other things and not the things that count. But uh, I'm glad that Mark Jackson and Bob Myers and uh, the owner for the Warriors gave me an opportunity to play. So happy to be here again. Of course, I didn't like you six years ago when you took down my Arizona Wildcats in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> talking to Carl Landry, newest member of the Golden State Warriors. Where do you think you fit in on this team? I think I could, uh, you know, come off the bench and uh, be a immediate impact. You know, however, want the coach wants to use me. If he wants to play me at the five to four, I've even played some three, you know, in in the past. So, uh, however, he wants to use me. If he wants me to be a defensive player, scoring the block. Uh, die on the floor for loose balls. I'm all about winning. Yeah. You know, and that's the that's the main thing that attracted me when coming here is the is the winning atmosphere and and the talk. So uh, whatever coach wants me to do, that's what I'm down for. How important is it as a bench player? And I've been there many times to see the flow of the game, see how the other teams play in the pick and rolls, see what you can see what's needed when you go out there. I mean, energy is always needed from a bench player, but is it uh, maybe a little bit of scoring on the post? Is it post defense? Is it just getting some offensive rebounds and keeping plays alive? How important is that to you each and every game to kind of be in tune with the game when you enter the game? I think the bench players are the X factor. You know, sometimes you know the the starters are are are, are the starters. They're gonna come out and hold it down regardless. But but the bench 
it's pretty much the X factor. That's the way I've looked at it ever since I've gotten in the league. Whatever you bring off the bench is bonus. You know, if I come off the bench and score 20 points uh, a night, everybody's like, wow, you know, he had a good game, you know. But but if David Lee comes off the bench or, uh, I mean, or, or starts, you know, and, and, score, and score 20 points, it, it might just be, you know, something average. So I think that it might just be average. But I think the bench is what separates wins and losses. So it's really important. What was it like playing with Yao Ming? Oh, man. I mean, one of the best experiences I've ever had in my life. To see a guy with so much talent and such a big name uh, come to the gym before rookies. He was there before me, you know, every mm-hmm. day working on, working on his game and staying late and, and lifting after games, on game days. I mean, his work ethic was on, a, on another level. So uh, to see that. It was it, it was amazing, but not only that, he was a, he's a great person. So I'm, I'm glad I had an opportunity to uh, play with him. Any doubt that he would have been considered one of the better centers of all time had he stayed healthy? Without a doubt. I mean, you look at the league now; the best center in the league is, is, is Dwight Howard or Andrew Bynum, mm-hmm. and, I, and, and those guys may possibly be in the Hall of Fame one day. But I think Yao Ming was a more skilled player uh, than both of them. So, um, without a doubt, Hall of Fame. Talking to Carl Landry here on KMBR. Having played on teams that have been in the playoffs, Houston a couple of times and New Orleans a couple of years ago, where you gave the Lakers fits in the in the playoffs, especially the front line, you and I believe Okafor was there at the uh, at the time. What did you notice about those three teams? Having been in the league six years, what does it take? The Warriors have been once, I believe, in the last 18 years. What's the one constant in playoff basketball teams aside from talent? Well, everybody has to be on the same page. I mean, you look at our roster. I mean, as much talent as we have on the team, you'll you'll say, okay, we're a playoff team. But but if everything is not working together, and everything is, isn't clicking, and everybody's not on the same page, I don't care how much talent you got on the team, you're not gonna make it. So we we obviously have to start on the defensive end and make sure you know the defensive principles. Everybody knows defensive principles and the defensive principles are down. And after that, you know, just build on that and just see how far it takes it. But we all have to definitely be on one accord. Because if not, it doesn't matter how much talent you have. You won't be successful. Talking to Carl Landry here on KMBR, was that something that was instilled in you early? And I'm sure if it wasn't, when you got to Purdue, it was. Because watching Coach Painter's teams there, the Boilermakers are always physical and always hard-nosed, if not anything else. Just go play hard. You yeah. know, I mean, I've, I've learned that since an early age. And at the end of the day, if you play hard, you can go home and sleep at night. But I know sometimes it's guys still have energy after the game, and they're still frustrated. Like, man, I should have did this, or man, I should have done that. You know, I don't want to know if ands, or buts after the game, after any game. If I know I went out there and gave it 100%, that's all I can do. You know, I want to be able to go home and sleep at night and be comfortable. So uh, just going out there, playing hard, and giving it your all is something I learned at an early age. Are you watching any of this Olympic basketball game? No, we're really busy. Okay, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it for you. But USA is beating Nigeria. Oh, okay. <laughs> I should have bet on that game. Darn. Oh yeah, you could. You could actually. You could. You could die when we're going to make sure we uh, we don't don't let Stern listen to that. But yeah, they're winning by sixty. So I think I think they got the spread down. I think they're going to be. They're going to be okay in that one, without a doubt. So when are you uh, are you moved in? Are you in the process of moving here? Camp obviously still a couple couple months away. Not a, uh, well, I, I'm not moved in. You know, uh, been looking around. Mm-hmm. Uh, so far, yesterday was the first day I had an opportunity to uh, to look around. 
really haven't found anything yet, but just got to keep looking and then get settled in and, and build on that. Well, a little familiar with the Bay Area. I mean, it's an hour and a half away, but you were in Sacramento for for a couple of years, so I'm sure you maybe, well, I don't know. Did you have a chance when you are playing for Sacramento to, to get to the city at all? Never really. I mean, it's an hour and a half away. Yeah. Uh, never never really had a chance to come down, but, you know, through pan, playing with other teams and having a chance to play here and see the city a little bit. You know, I've I, I played in the year league for six years, so I know the Bay a little bit, and uh, it's a good look. Tell uh, tell the fans who haven't seen a whole lot of Jared Jack what to expect from him. I mean, a, a dog. Same <laughs> thing you're going to expect from me. I mean, we're going to go out there and compete. I mean, it don't matter what it is. If it's a game, we'll practice. I mean, Jared Jack is that type of player. He's going to go out there and compete. He's going to play hard. One of the better point guards in the league. I mean, start more coming off the bench. He's experienced. He's, he's in a, you know, has a, a tremendous amount of skill as far as scoring the ball. In a passing, he had a career year last year. He averaged 15 points. You know, he can do that same thing. He can average that coming off the bench. He's just that type of player. So, I mean, just expect, you know, a dog and Jared Jack. So. And isn't it interesting, Carl, that throughout the course of an NBA season, 82 games, there are games where you can't outcompete somebody that, for whatever reason, they aren't at uh, the 100% shape physically or mentally or you catch them on a back-to-back. For whatever reason, there are games that if you go out there just by your sheer competitiveness, you can right. win basketball games. Right, yeah. I mean, your motor, you know, mm-hmm. and that's something that I have. That's something that Jared Jack has. I mean, that's something that I think Draymond Green has. Yeah. Uh, Harrison Barnes. And that's something that a coach can't teach. Either you got it or you don't. You know what I'm saying, and uh, I think that'll be that's going to be a great addition to the to the team this year. Obviously, we play 82 games a year, and we're we're not robots. Yeah, you know, we all have problems and situations in our life, and sometimes, you know, may not just be may not be feeling it that night. You know, might might go out there and try to play it 100, percent but you know, things happen. You might mm-hmm. be injured, what or whatever the case may be, and uh, yeah, but by your competitive. Playing really at a, at a high high level, mm-hmm. you know, and being competitive every second, you definitely always have a chance to win. Don't you also feel? Because I do feel like either that's the type of person you are, or not. But if you get enough of those guys on a team, and the other guys who may not be as naturally competitive, they get yeah, they get they they're they're like almost like taken on for the ride. It's contagious. I mean, if you don't step it up, you won't. You gonna get your job taken. You know. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you if you don't, you'll be. You know, you'll be the last guy coming off the bench. So, and it's, it's just contagious. You know. Hopefully, it definitely rubs off on the rest of the guys. And and, and the Warriors already have guys on the team that that compete. You mm-hmm. know, at a high level. I'm not trying to you know call anybody out or anything like that. Say anything bad, but they have guys on the team that that are competitors and compete. You know, at a high level. So hopefully, you know. With Draymond and Harrison, myself and Fazili, and uh, we can we can bring some of that toughness to the team, the competitive nature to the team. Hey, Carl, really appreciate you spending uh, a little bit of time with us. I know Warrior fans out there, if they haven't watched you play a lot, are going to be really excited to see you when you get on the court here in a couple months. So we'll get a chance, hopefully, to catch up with you when the season rolls around, man. All right, man. Thanks for having me. All right, you take it easy, Carl. Appreciate it. That's what you're going to get. I'm telling you, he plays hard. He plays hard. He gets after it. And whether he's playing 13 minutes, 20 minutes, 28 minutes, he's he, he's good. I like him. My reputation at stake. And if it doesn't work out, I'm going to go to reputation.com and have him fix it for me.
<laughs> I do. I like I like him a lot. I wanted them to get him last year, and I think he's going to be a really nice addition. And let me just go ahead and throw out this note for you. The 2012-13 schedule is out. For information on tickets, including single-game tickets, mini-plans, 1-888-GSW-HOOP, or you can go to Warriors.com. 